0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. He's like a superhero without the costume. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Great to have you with us on The Roy Green Show on the Corliss Radio Network. Follow me on Twitter at the Roy Green Show. emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Tomorrow, we'll be speaking with the business owner in New Orleans who survived Katrina, um, who was there for the whole thing. And uh, he's going to be just remembering what happened in 2004 and how he feels emotionally when we, uh, or he hears about, Storms like Harvey and um, the uh, massive storm that is uh, assaulting, or going to be assaulting, Irma, going to be assaulting Florida by early tomorrow. What it's done to some Caribbean islands is absolutely terrifying, and I'm sure that that feeling has been transferred to the people in Florida. Certainly the. The governor and uh, emergency officials have made it very clear that this is going to be maybe the most severe storm that Florida has faced, with 5.6 million uh, people being ordered out of the state, or at least told they should be evacuating. Anthony Farnell joins us, Global News Chief Meteorologist on the Roy Green Show on the Corpus Radio Network. Anthony, thank you for taking the time. and, And how's the weather changing in Florida now?
1: Well, I mean, we've been changing more than the weather. We actually started uh, the morning in Daytona Beach on the east side, the Atlantic Ocean. And since then, we've moved, we've set up shop here in Tampa on the Gulf of Mexico side because the storm has actually changed tracks. And now it's moving a little bit further west, which means a big storm surge to uh, an entire coastline and new evacuations. And uh, we're still seeing some sun outside in Tampa right now. The winds are starting to pick up. But the worst of the storm here, won't arrive until Sunday night or early Monday morning.
0: Now is that storm and I can hear some uh, some some background noise. It sounds like there's some wind activity going on where you are. Is the storm going to touch all of Florida or will some of Florida escape?
1: Well, it's actually going to touch all of Florida. Some areas obviously will be spared the worst of the uh, hurricane force winds which should be category 4 high end Category 4 strength by the time it does make landfall. It has weakened today, this storm, but it is going to pick up some steam over the Florida Strait, and as it goes over the Florida Keys, it will be back to a Category 4. So that's what they're planning for. That's uh, what the storm surge models are all predicting. And uh, we've seen just evacuations everywhere. And even the places that aren't getting a direct hit are still going to see hurricane force gusts. And if you live by the water, you're likely evacuated right now, no matter what coast you're on.
0: If you're living by the water and you're not evacuated, I've heard some emergency officials say, then you're going to die.
1: Yeah, and that especially goes for the Florida Keys. They started their evacuations at the beginning of the week, and the reason for that, they knew this storm was coming. The Keys are so low, they're just a few feet above sea level, so they're expecting a few of them for the storm surge to wash right over. And, of course, there's only that one way out, the road, that heads uh, back up towards Miami, and that's why they had to evacuate first. And we've just been talking to people that have had to evacuate not once, not twice, sometimes three times as this storm slowly changes tracks and, that has to be just frustrating for people, and some of them have pets and all their belongings with them, and they're just told to head north. There are no hotels available anywhere. They're just told head north, head to Atlanta, and uh, that's where this mass migration is going.
0: Wow, 5.6 million people, uh, maybe more now, and this whole exodus from the state of Florida. Uh, is the direction of the of, of Irma firm now, Anthony? Uh, you moved across the state earlier today, or is it? could it still vacillate some? Well, it, it's
1: firm. The, there's always a bit of uh, concern about the intensity forecast because those there's a little bit less known. Models can sometimes underestimate or overestimate intensification. We're pretty sure that as it moves away from Cuba now and towards Florida, it will pick up some steam. The water is exceptionally warm. There's not a lot of uh, wind shear, which would knock down this uh, storm. So we're expecting a, a, a Massive system. In fact, it stretches from one side to the other, almost 600 kilometers across. And that's, I guess, another reason why uh, there's going to be nobody that's spared the effects. And but the exact path right now doesn't matter that much because of how big this storm is, and that's why everybody has to take note. And here in Tampa, they're expecting now up to an eight-foot storm surge. Which uh, I'm looking at the convention center on one side, a hospital that's already been evacuated on the other. Both of those locations are likely to be underwater tomorrow
0: night. Good Lord. Uh, why two huge hurricanes in such rapid succession? Harvey in Houston, mm-hmm. Irma in Florida, after devastating the Caribbean Islands. What was it about two thousand and seventeen that changed things over previous years? The last few years.
1: Yeah, and this is I mean, this is this is actually pretty typical that you get these years that have numerous historic storms. Some of them you're never gonna hear another Uh, name Harvey again because that storm, the name gets retired when it uh, causes so much damage or kills a certain amount of people. You're not going to hear the name Irma as well. But this reminds me, it's been a while, of course, but it reminds me back to 2005 when we had that year with Katrina and Rita and Wilma and all these names and all these storms in succession. And it's just the pattern, the overall global pattern that some years shifts to the Atlantic where there's just these impulses, these big pulses of storms that occur all at once, and that's what we had this year. And It's still ongoing. There's still Jose out there, Katya made landfall, and there could be another one behind Jose. So it's going to be an active month, and, and really just for the U.S., it's just unfortunate that two of these massive storms have made landfall.
0: Anthony, is Irma a, a, a rain event or a, or a wind event? I mean, there's got to be plenty of, of each, I'm sure, but is it a rain or a wind event mostly?
1: It is mostly a wind event. The big difference, everybody wants to compare this to Harvey, obviously because it's the most recent uh, memorable storm, and it's a very different beast altogether. It's much bigger, so there's more wind, and that also means there's more water, more storm surge to go with it. And I think that is something that really has officials concerned and the main reason for this mass evacuation, because people can can hunker down, they can sustain Category 4 winds, But when you have a, in some cases, 15-foot storm surge, that goes over your rooftop and it almost acts like a tsunami taking out everything in its path. And that is the big fear as the center tracks to the north and basically goes right up the west coast of of Florida. Those wind gusts, yes, power outages, all of that, rain, risk of tornadoes, but it's that storm surge that is the most uh, troubling uh, over the next couple of days.
0: I'm speaking with Anthony Farnell, Global News Chief Meteorologist, who is uh you're, you're in the Tampa area now, right? That's what you said. That's right, yeah. How safe are you and Mike Armstrong?
1: Well, Mike Armstrong, he was supposed to be ground zero, which was the Miami area. and As I mentioned, a lot of people exited Miami early in the week and headed to Tampa, headed to Fort Myers in Naples, visiting families, staying in hotels, and now they're again being asked to leave. So we are safe. Mike Armstrong is safe. We, we pick hotels based on their sturdiness, based on their... Their distance away from the bay the water the ocean and uh, of course we want to be up a few levels as well just in case it's a bit worse than expected and we deal with this storm surge but we have supplies we have a, a huge suv that uh, is carrying all of our equipment and gear and we have enough water to get through several days and hopefully when when the storm passes we can not just report on it but maybe help some people that are that are in need in the area
0: oh that'd be great uh, many of us who are old enough to remember can still drop visual images of Andrew, I think in nineteen was it nineteen ninety two? Hurricane yep, Andrew? Nineteen ninety two. There were thirteen million people in Florida then. There's some twenty one million plus in the state now. So just that population increase, which is a huge population increase over a short period of time, that would also add to the complication of what's going on, in particularly when the storm hits.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. And uh, I mean, yes and no, it's kind of my answer to that one. As far as a six odd million migration goes, this has been so orderly, so organized. And that's something Florida does very well, because Florida sticks out almost like a sore thumb in the middle of uh, the Atlantic and, of course, the Gulf of Mexico. So they're used to dealing with storms and some of the residents we've talked to. They're going through their 10th or 15th hurricane, and they know evacuation routes, and everybody is designated either Zone A, Zone B, Zone C, and they know when it's their time to leave. They pick up their stuff and get out of here. They have their emergency kits, and they generally have a a plan where to go. If this storm were to hit another area of the country or perhaps uh, somewhere in Canada, I don't think we would be nearly as as well organized and orderly in in exiting our our homes that we, we grew up in.
0: Yeah, yeah. How long is uh, Irma going to linger over Florida?
1: Well, as I mentioned, it's going to keep moving, so that is the good news. Uh, we're expecting here in Tampa hurricane-force winds for somewhere between six and eight hours, which, uh, I mean, it's it's a fast-moving system, but that's still a lot of time. And the longer these storms linger over you, of course, the damage gets compounded, especially as the winds come from one direction and then the other after the eye passes. So we're expecting it to take about 36 hours for this center of the storm to pass over the entire state of Florida. And then by Monday afternoon, it's affecting Georgia, the Carolinas, where there are evacuations uh, ongoing in Charleston all the way towards Savannah. So it's not just the state of Florida, but really the brunt of the damage is expected uh, here.
0: Anthony, thank you for the time today, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow at this time, and I suspect things will have changed already considerably by the time we we talk to you tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I believe I'll I'll need to go somewhere secure, so I'll actually be able to hear you. The winds are are expected to pick up tomorrow morning, and then the hurricane-force gusts will be after we talk, late in the afternoon tomorrow. So I'll talk to you then.
0: Good talking to you, Anthony. Anthony Farnell is the Chief Meteorologist for Global National News, joining us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. They are brave guys um, and doing incredible work, incredible service, um, because lots of people in, in Canada have very strong connections to the state of Florida, whether they own property there, whether they have friends and family who are living there. It's, uh, it, it's a very close connection between the two communities. When we come back, we're going to be speaking with uh, Dr. Anand Nanadesikan. He is a professor of earth and planetary sciences at Johns Hopkins University. And uh, I understand he said that global warming will see a reduction in the numbers of hurricanes, but that their strength is going to be much greater. Stay with us.